Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to Raptors Flex Plus. I am your host, Kyle. Gia, hope everybody had themselves a fantastic weekend. Today is Monday, December 4th. I guess this day is also known as Jay-Z's birthday, if anyone that cares. The reason I remember that is on the Black Album, he had that song December 4th, and he's talking about his birthday when he's born. But anyways, it's December 4th, 2023, and um, I had myself a great weekend. Maybe a little too good of a weekend, but anyways, it is Monday, and today I have a flex episode for y'all today. This is the first video I've ever done where I've included a conversation about LeBron James. All right? LeBron James, one of the most polarizing athletes in all of NBA history. Right? You have people that say he's the greatest of all time. I'm not one of them. <laughs> Just to be clear, I mean, whoever does think that, Sure, you got some ground to stand on. There's some conversation to have. But for me, Michael Jordan is the best player of all time in NBA history. And to be honest with me personally, it's not even close. You know? But that doesn't mean that LeBron James is not a great NBA player. He's not a great athlete. He's not one of the greatest sportsmen of all time and probably the best NBA player of this generation in my opinion right because again this is a polarizing conversation you know what i mean but it's not really a conversation about whether lebron james is the greatest of all time what i want to address today is whether if the lakers are able to win the in-season tournament the first ever nba i guess you could call it the inaugural nba in-season tournament if the lakers are able to win that tournament and LeBron James is named MVP of this tournament. Does that have any impact to his legacy? Right? And I'm not sure if any other sports shows are having this conversation today. They probably are. Maybe on first take and undisputed and those other NBA roundtable discussions. Or I guess sports roundtable discussions. But for me, this is something I was thinking about last night. Because I'm like, yo, the Raptors aren't really playing. Or I guess... Most NBA teams that did not make it to the in-season tournament knockout stage, they're not playing until Wednesday, right? So the NBA is putting the in-season tournament at the forefront of its NBA schedule starting tomorrow, Tuesday, December 5th, Wednesday, December the 6th. And then over the weekend is when we'll see the semifinals and finals of that tournament where there'll be no other NBA games. It's strictly just in-season tournament time. And I believe the weekend games are from Las Vegas, where the NBA eventually, I'll call a spade a spade, eventually the NBA will have a franchise in Vegas. Whether it's going to be a, um, a franchise that moves there from one of the existing cities, whether they go through expansion and they expand, expand to Las Vegas, it's inevitable at this point. The NHL's already there. The NFL's already there. MLB's probably not that far away either when we talk about the Ford North American, the major Ford North American sports. And I think the NBA is just lining up to go there. I think we all know that. You know? 
So the season, the tournament kicks off tomorrow, right? And basically the way that things are shaking down is the teams that are involved in this tournament are the Indiana Pacers who finished first in Group A, the Milwaukee Bucks who finished first in Group B, the Boston Celtics who finished first in Group C, this is Eastern Conference stuff, and the New York Knicks got in as a wild card. And in the Western Conference, you have the Lakers who got in in Group A. In the Western Conference, they went 4-0 in their division, in their group. <laughs> uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, who are 3-1, they won their group. And Sacramento Kings went 4-0 in their group. And the wild card is the Phoenix Suns. Okay? So the Lakers start off their in-season tournament quarterfinals tomorrow against the Phoenix Suns. Now, again, this isn't really a conversation about whether the Lakers will win or not. The conversation is if the Lakers win and LeBron James is named the MVP of the tournament or the finals, I'm not really even sure how they're doing it. I think it's just a NBA Cup MVP, which I believe is the best player from the winning team. Um, if LeBron James is able to snag that, does that have any impact on his legacy? Right. And I was one of the first people to say this in-season tournament thing, man, this is rubbish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't feeling the idea. And even once, like, the Raptors start going, because obviously that's my squad for anyone that's listening that's not part of the Raptors fan base. The Raptors are my squad. And the Raptors are one of the last teams to start playing in the in-season tournament. And they got eliminated quick. So as fast as it started for the Raptors, it ended just as quickly. So I never really got a chance to get into it. But prior to the season starting and hearing about this in-season tournament, I was like, yo, the NBA is just trying way too hard, yo. Way too hard. So whoever wins this thing is not really going to be anything special. Right? That was my initial thought. Then. Then I started just doing a little bit of research, right? Just doing my due diligence, right? What is the NBA trying to do? with this in-season tournament, right? So we all know they're trying to make games at the beginning of the season more relevant, right? Having guys giving them incentive to play because NBA has had a problem with dudes sitting out games for various reasons, and they've tackled that in a bunch of different ways. You know, rules around stars sitting on um, load management and rules, or not even necessarily a rule, just creating the in-season tournament. is supposed to be able to you know, get the competitive juices going a little bit more because you might have a chance to win some bread, right? And and I don't know. I'm not an NBA player. I don't really know how they truly feel about this. But for me, initially, I thought it was not that enticing for me as a fan. And then once I started seeing, like, the courts, I'm like, yo, the courts are just doing way too much, yo. Why are they trying so hard? Like, these courts, some of them are just egregious, Right? Some of them are nice, like like the Raptors court. I like it. But then there were some other ones. I think like Charlotte, I think like the Pelicans. There were some like that were just like hard on the eyes and I wasn't feeling it, you know? So with a basic understanding, I'm like, okay, the knowledge is, my basic knowledge before I started researching is the NBA is just trying to make some cool courts, have some jerseys that'll go part of this tournament. And they're trying to incentivize guys by saying, yo, you could win some bread. And they're trying to create something as part of Adam Silver's legacy that 
you know, it's a new award that will be awarded to teams, right? The NBA Cup and MVPs, etc. But again, as I start diving into this a little bit more, I'm like, what are they truly trying to do, right? I think the easy answer is, is they're trying to generate more bread for the NBA, right? How do you generate more bread and more interest? Well, one of the things where they look to was soccer in Europe or football in Europe. Understand? I'm not talking about NFL, CFL. I'm talking about football in Europe, right? Soccer. And they have a bunch of in-season tournaments that are just normal out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's been going on for many, many years, right? Decades in many cases. And I stumbled across something called the Champions League in soccer, all right? And basically what this is for anyone that is not familiar with what the Champions League is. Now, mind you, my understanding of this is very basic, right? I'm not really like the biggest soccer guy. I like like the FIFA World Cup. I like, you know, CONCACAF stuff when Canada's trying to go and win some medals, whether it's CONCACAF stuff or Gold Cup. Like, I'll watch and I'll support Canada or any of my West Indian nations that are making a run. Like, uh, real talk, like that's, like, that's who I'll support. Real talk, right? But, like, when it comes to, like, league play and stuff like that i don't really pay attention to it too much right like i remember like when i was a kid my dad used to wake up on saturday morning and there would just be like soccer on tv like out in england like premier league and he was trying to explain to me what it was and you know as a kid like i kind of understood it right it's basically just like how um nba or nfl may have a league in a particular country so usa in Canada, a little bit of expansion, of course, in most of our major North American sports, where you might have a Toronto team, etc. But essentially, there's all these different leagues in Europe, right? Soccer leagues in Europe. And they can sign players from anywhere in the world, right? You, they can sign the best players and they pay them bread. And we all know soccer is basically the most popular sport in the world. Right. Sometimes in North America, we're in our little bubble because on Sundays is NFL time. And, you know, a lot of us love NBA and as Canadians, of course, it's hockey all day long. You know what I mean? But in other parts of the world, like soccer is the sport. It is the sport. And in Europe, each country has all these different leagues. They have like uh, a tier one league, which are like some of the better teams and then a tier two league. And then you can actually like win your tier two league and then take yourself to tier one for the next time that things come around. Right. And then if you finish like bottom in your tier one league, then you get relegated to like a tier two team, a tier two league. Right. In a particular country. Now, that might sound foreign to some of us. They're like, yo, like, I don't know soccer. Da, 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 da. I get that. I'm just trying to basically set the stage in terms of what the NBA was thinking in terms of how they might be able to generate more money and make this in-season tournament work for the NBA, all right? So what happens is with all these different leagues now in Europe, if you win your league, you then get invited or you clinch a berth into something called the Champions League, where basically all the top teams, top clubs, football clubs, soccer clubs from Europe playing this big tournament and as a money maker money maker because you may have like a big team 
right? Like a Barcelona or somebody, and then you play a team that's from a smaller country. You know what I'm saying? Like they got leagues over there, like a smaller country in Europe, and there could possibly be like an upset or something like that. And it's just, these are generally teams that won't meet each other and play each other that often unless you clinch for the Champions League, right? So they have this big tournament now. And basically, if you're the winner of that tournament, then you're like the topper squad in all of Europe, okay? In all of the continent. You understand what I'm saying? And like, I was reading that like teams could make like, you know, hundreds of thousands, teams, mind you, teams can make hundreds of thousands of pounds or hundreds of millions, I'm sorry, hundreds of millions of pounds, right? Which is like a dollar, like it's currency, pounds. For those that don't understand, it's like British pounds, right? So there's a lot of money that could be made just for a soccer club for each round, depending on how you do in each round of that tournament, you get paid. Whether you win, you get paid even more. And then there's a TV rights revenue that's generated where you can get even more bread on top of that so it is a cash maker for europe when we talk about soccer okay so if you're the nba like i said at the beginning i'm like i don't know this tournament sounds kind of trash right the in-season tournament but then once i started realizing what they were trying to do my thought process is why not why not if you're the nba why not just try it right tweak it as you go and see you know if this is something that could take off because it's big business in europe you know what i mean now there's a few problems with the nba version of this right the nba version is that teams that are in this in-season tournament which is every nba squad by the way they play each other all the time anyways. So what's the difference? What is the difference based on the current format and how they have things set up? It's literally just an NBA in-season tournament, which differs from like the Champions League where you're um, getting the best champions out of England, out of Germany, out of Italy, out of Spain, out of, I don't know, smaller countries, Georgia, like respectfully, you know what I'm saying? Like it's different. It's totally different. But what the NBA is trying to do, I understand, right? Because you have some of the same format. You have group play, and then you have knockout stages until you get to the final. And But basically, what's the difference between... I mean, we could tell you what the difference is. There's a lot more history in terms of the Larry O'Brien um, trophy versus the NBA Cup. But they're trying something. So maybe it's not a bad idea, right? And the execution of it just needs a little bit more time. Like NBA teams, they're not what they're projected to make in dollars is not even close to what Europe is doing right now, where a single club can make hundreds of millions of pounds <laughs> just for this tournament. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you, you disperse it amongst your players and whatever, right? But it's just not there for the NBA yet. And and I don't think it's fair. For it to be there just for the nba just yet in its first season but it's not like the nba is grabbing like the best um club team from like lithuania or where are some of the other good con germany like like they're not 
They're not competing against clubs from other parts of the world. It's literally just the NBA. So it kind of waters down the product a little bit. And I think as time goes, maybe they can make some tweaks and things of that nature to make it a little bit more closer to what a Champions League would be like. But I want to be respectful here. Okay. And I'll be truthful. We'll call a spade a spade. The world has caught up to America in terms of basketball talent, high-end talent. You know what I'm saying? Like you're seeing these teams or these countries from other parts of the world now where in like the World Cup, Basketball World Cup, FIBA World Cup, or in the Olympics, America doesn't always finish first anymore and just blowing everybody out the water, right? Like there's teams that compete and they're close games and other countries are winning. We just saw Germany win. Um, and what's their name? USA didn't even get a medal. Canada, shout out to Canada, B. Canada won the bronze. You know what I'm saying? But like the leagues that we have in Canada, with all due respect, right? They can't really touch an NBA team, right? The talent's just not there. All, all the best talent goes to the NBA with basketball right now. So we're not there yet in order to be a Champions League type situation with this NBA in-season tournament. So to answer the question, if LeBron James and the Lakers are able to secure the first ever NBA Cup and LeBron James is the MVP of the NBA Cup, I don't think it does anything for his legacy in the short term. Not a thing. Not a thing. And the way that the internet is, they're going like, to find some stuff to say about this guy like wrongfully. <laughs> like, let's be real about it, yo. The trolls are going to be out, guys. The trolls are going to be out if LeBron James is the first ever MVP of the NBA, um, NBA Cup, right? And the Lakers win, right? The trolls are going to come outside on the internet. That's just how it's going to go. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, I'm one of them. Again, I, I, I don't believe that this does anything for his legacy short term, no matter who wins this thing, right? But long term. Based on what I understand the Champions League to be in soccer, right? And based on how you're seeing talent starting to ascend in the rest of the world for basketball, it's possible that 20 years down the road, this NBA in-season tournament might just be like a, I don't know, they might call it like basketball champions in-season tournament or something. Something along that nature. Right. I don't know what they'd call it, but it may be where other leagues might be able to start catching up now in talent. And the best teams from those leagues are now playing the best teams from the NBA leagues, where it's like a real type of Champions League thing now, but with basketball. And if something like that can happen 20 years from now. It's very possible that you look back. On the very first ever inaugural NBA Cup. And you see LeBron, LeBron James wins that thing, and his name is on the MVP. And now we're starting to look at it in a way like, for example, when the Celtics won, and I know this sounds going to sound crazy, but when the Celtics were winning all these championships early on in like the 60s and stuff, right? We know that like the talent wasn't like totally 
all there with most of these teams in the NBA because the Celtics are just dominating. It's unheard of to hear that a team win like 10 of 11 championships or however many um, rings Bill Russell has. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's insane. Now, a lot of people might say Bill Russell is one of the best NBA players of all time, but I don't really hear nobody call out Bill Russell for just the talent of it. They say, yo, he's, he was dominating at a time in the league when, you know, there wasn't all the talent that was able to stop him. Right? He was dominating in that time frame, and the man has 10 championships, so you're never going to take that away from somebody, you know? But when you look back at, like, the early days of something, anything, right? Early days of NBA, you can't not mention Bill Russell. So it's very possible 20, 30, 40 years down the road, you look back to the beginning of the NBA Cup and LeBron James, he has his name on that, MVP. It's very possible that we look at him as a notch in your belt for your legacy, right? A notch in your belt. So my answer is, is I don't think it does jack short term, but the potential of the long term, I think it could be something if the NBA is able to figure out how to make this tournament better than what it currently is. In my opinion, I I don't feel like this tournament is anything special currently. You know, like they're trying with the courts and the jerseys and, you know, a theme song and all these different things. They, they put some dollars towards it. They tried. But I guarantee you, this is not the final iteration of the NBA in-season tournament. Right? So, yeah, man, I want y'all to tell me. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to tell me, do you th think that LeBron James will have any short-term, I guess, a positive impact to his legacy if the Lakers win the NBA Cup? Do you agree with me? Am I totally on? Were y'all thinking about it in a way that, hey, man, like maybe later on down the road, yeah, maybe it could. But anyways, let's get the conversation going. I would love to hear y'all opinion. So if you made it to the end of this video, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. If you're not subbed, sub up, like this video, share, subscribe, all that stuff. Comment down below. Let's have a conversation about this, you know? I mean, the reason why I called out the Lakers is, is I feel like they have the most to kind of gain from winning an in-season tournament. And I mean, like, long-term, right? Like, obviously, you have some, some of the upstart teams, the Indianas, the Sacramentos, that could really benefit just from playing in this style of tournament. But I don't think winning it does anything, like, legacy-wise. It'll kind of just be like a footnote. But if the Lakers are able to win, I think it's a conversation that might extend a little bit further in terms of the success of the NBA Cup. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm also on Spotify. Check me out there. I've been with Apple support like mad times now. I don't understand why I can't get this thing on Apple, but I'm working on it. And, um, yeah, just a regular lighting today. No red lights, man. It didn't work. It didn't work. But, anyways, you know the flux, big. It's me, guy, and I'm out.